Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and today I have a special guest for you with an amazing conversation. We're going to go deep into vibration today as we shift into our first quarter moon energy. I am excited to have Vandana today, who is a gifted Reiki master teacher, energy healer, angelic channel, mindfulness practitioner and soul retrieval guided journey facilitator whose sole role is to vibrationally support empower and inspire energy sensitive empaths and caregivers to trust in their sensitivities abilities and intuition welcome thank you for being here thank you katie it's a pleasure to be here thanks for having me today you're welcome i want to dive right into your beautiful name because i know there is a story behind this here and would you share with our listeners how you are vandana yes i'm happy to so uh my birth name my earth name is actually meryl which also uh the mer the mer of course uh it makes you think of mermaids mermen but also means light and Vandana is a sacred, high vibrational, holy name that was gifted to me by Mother Amma, better known as a hugging saint from India, uh, probably about 11 years ago now when I used to go for my yearly annual darshans, which is um, a blessing and in the form of a hug. Uh, and if you are not familiar with Amma, uh, she is considered Divine Mother. Um, she is a self-realized self avatar, enlightened, fully enlightened being, and embodies the unconditional love of Mother. And uh, the story goes, and I'll make this short <laughs> because it is a long story, and it took, uh, it took place over the course actually of three days uh, so the short story is that after attempting to receive a special uh, sacred name from Divine Mother Amma, Amachi, uh, it wasn't working out. <laughs> the first two days I, I met up with lots and lots of obstacles and blocks that really put my ego uh, to the test and started having 
not only second doubts, but third, fourth, and fifth doubts and second guessing, you know, whether I even deserve or I'm worthy, fully worthy of, of embodying a special name from Amma. And after meeting up with all of these challenges and almost being turned away several times and, and told that Amma would not and does not give spiritual names in this setting that I would have to go to her next retreat uh, out of state to, to receive a name. And knowing and trusting that she told me through her translators the first day uh, when I received my first darshan that I can, that she would give me a name and not giving up on that and really persisting really not giving up on knowing that I was supposed to, that I was meant to have a name from her to deepen our connection because I also have her mantra as well. And so after the second day, I met up with the same challenges. No, I'm sorry. I don't know who told you that. And I was like, well, Amma told me that herself that she would definitely give me a name when I asked. So I stayed and I persisted. And then on the third day, and the second, at the end of the second day, I was told to come back for a third day, which I wasn't going to. But I really thought that that was a beautiful opportunity for me to really soak up these high vibrational frequencies of divine, unconditional, infinite love that I really didn't understand fully at that time, but I sure do now. So just sitting in her presence, you'll receive sort of like a Shakti pot or just like a blast of of luminous light and heart, you know, just like really heart-centered love, like pure love, the love that doesn't have conditions or agendas or expectations. So third day at the end of the day, after I received, I think I received two blessings, darshans from her. I was almost ready to give up. Um, my mind was just full of assumptions and conclusions that it wasn't going to happen. But my higher self, my iron presence just said, you know what, hang in there, right? Um, it's, it's bound to happen. And worst case scenario, you don't get a name, but you were with her in her divine presence for three days. So how does it get any better than that? So at the end of the day, I, again, I, I spoke with her swamis and her assistants and devotees, and they all pretty much knew my story by that point. And, and I said, you know, hey, I, if there is any way I can have a name from Alma, it would be such an honor for me to carry her name. And so the man leaned over in Alma's ear and she pointed to this black book, this big book and I guess it was a book of names a book of sacred names um, and so he brought it over to her and she's just flipping through the pages and you know very matter-of-factly very clearly knowing what my name would be even before of course I did and then she came to a page she pointed to a name and I just I felt like my heart was just gonna fall out of my chest or I was just gonna leave my body in that moment just the expectation, the anticipation, the excitement of it all. And he wrote it down. Good thing because I couldn't pronounce it or spell it or sound it out for probably a few months. Wow. Um, I didn't know what it meant. I've never really heard of the name Vanzana before. 
And so he wrote it out and he said, okay, your name is Vandana. And I was just, and then she, I think I got my third hug and I just leaned over in such gratitude and uh, appreciation for this gift, not knowing that it would completely change my life. And I, uh, I am referred to Vandana. Vandana means like the holiest of holy names. Um, it kind of also means putting your hands together in, in prayer sort of like the namaste position and it is one of the holiest sacred names uh and so i am just privileged i feel very privileged to to embody that name and and i use it for my spiritual healing uh practice uh as a teacher as an energy healer and as a guide and so thank you for asking Oh, what a beautiful story. And I, I really love how this actually embodies the energy that we're in with this first quarter so much. You have no idea how much you really just explain this in the sense of oftentimes that, that knowing or that feeling of leading into something, that excitement, that sense of gratitude, but then also the whole other side to, you know, being who we are naturally or who we're meant to be or in our divine sense, how there can come with these resistance pieces of the the feeling does my human self feel worthy and deserving of and we combat those mental moments as well within the emotional aspects of who we are so i i really love and appreciate the story because i think it it also encompasses this whole phase of where we are energetically and, and how that could play out for someone without realizing how much is behind that so what a beautiful way to bring you into this space and and get deeper into vibration thank you so much and thank you for asking i love telling this story as you could probably tell yeah Um, it was such a memorable and unforgettable experience because i finally felt that i had achieved something great and even greater than me and that i was on my way to really shifting into a whole new way of being and perceiving and and looking at myself and owning my true identity owning my gifts and and feeling confident enough to share them with with the hearts of humanity so ama has been really such a gift in my life and really has helped me to heal my own wounds with my birth mother and my biological mother as well so every time I would go for a hug, I just would melt into tears and my body would just start shaking and vibrating and my my cells were just automatically sort of bathed in her light and just, you know, just clearing, you know, all of the imprints and the wounds and maybe the insecurities and um, the wounded attachments uh through lack of bonding you know in in a good way with my own mother and so whenever i think of a kind benevolent compassionate being i always think of ama Mm -hmm. as the mother of all creation so i i feel very grateful to um to have had this experience in my life so yeah, yeah thanks again for asking oh and it's just uh such a great example of how the vibration that we receive sometimes in a moment, it's not necessarily about the words, right? And what you're receiving in that moment and how you're moving forward from things from long ago and things that we don't even realize we're healing from just in a moment, how that's received through 
vibration, not necessarily action or word. And how would you explain, I know you do a lot of really deep and wonderful work in terms of healing with others and energetics. How would you explain what vibration is to someone that may be new to this term? Well, there's just energy, frequency, vibration, consciousness, and everything is made of energy. Every plant, animal, crystal, flower, every, everything, every form, and shape has its own consciousness is from spirit and so uh vibration is always shifting and changing it's it's our uh like the younger people are saying now like oh yeah that person had a really good vibe man <laughs> you know yeah it's sort of like <laughs> um so it's internal but it also radiates from the inside out and so people can feel our vibrational field all around us or our, our aura. It, it's how we're feeling about ourselves, how we treat ourselves, how we view the world and the amount of light, right? The percentage of light quotient that you're allowing in, that you're receptive to sort of the more light we can carry, the healthier, the happier we will be and the easier it'll be for us to expand and connect with others mm -hmm. who are of a similar vibration but you know it doesn't mean that if you're having a bad day that you know uh, you did something wrong or that um, your vibration was so low or weakened or dense that you attracted other lower vibrational people you know, depending on your mood, your energy, your ability to heal yourself and others, I said, I think ourselves really, I think our vibration is always changing, shifting. And it's okay if you have those days when maybe your vibration feels a little heavy in your body because you're holding on to other people's energy. That's okay too, because it's kind of like a scale or a window and our vibration is always going higher and getting higher and then maybe lowering and, and equalizing and balancing. So we'll have those low days and those high days. And I think that that's okay. Doesn't mean if you're attracting certain situations or difficult people or circumstances that it's your fault, that your vibra vibration is too low or something like that. So I think it's important to practice self-care and spiritual hygiene every day to keep it as high as possible, especially if you are an energy sensitive empath like I am. Mm -hmm. That's why I love working with other people who sometimes have challenges discerning what belongs to them, what their energy is and what doesn't and, and what to do about it, how to navigate the world, you know, and how, how not to absorb like a cosmic sponge, you know, the, the collective chaos, the fear that's out there. So that's a really important task, I think. Yeah. Oh, and I'm so yeah. glad you mentioned how it really is this, this scale that is continually moving. We're kind of shifting around where we are on it. On any given day, things can drop yes. our vibration and, you know, using it as a, okay, I see that and what's going on. What is it that's maybe triggered me into that state? Is it mine? Is it somebody else's? There's all of the questions that we can, I think, pose. I, I love the idea of 
realizing that it is not only ours, right? Our, our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions can mm -hmm. be sort of infiltrated at, at times and we don't realize. And it's, I've developed, I think over the last few years, very consistently myself, just personal hygiene on, on spirituality and my shielding and, you know, the things that I do each day for my energetic body. Cause you know, for people like you and I, who are doing a lot of energetic work on the daily, we do have to take it seriously in the sense of what are we doing to make sure that we are of sovereign self and, you know, staying in high vibration or moving out of lower vibrations as, as easily as possible, right. Without beating ourselves up about it. Mm, that's the key word. Tapping into your inner child and becoming your own loving parent. So it's a whole reparenting process. And mm -hmm. it's actually, you know, Thich Nhat Hanh, who's another one of my spiritual teachers most recently, more recently, who is the uh, revered Zen master who passed away last year, actually, at the age of 95. And he always, you know, talks about um, the inner child yeah. and um, to that there are you know, we have to just sit and kind of embrace all feelings, all kinds of um, energies and experiences, and just like allow them all to flow through us. But really find time every day to reparent your inner child and also the other members of your inner family that still may be wounded or overreactive, like you said, easily triggered. So we yeah. don't wind up shooting ourselves with the second arrow he calls it which mm. is second arrow of suffering because we already had wounds and traumas growing up even back you know as far as the womb or past lives right and so we don't want to like re-injure ourselves again with our own thoughts or judgments right or you know feeling like a victim uh so we want to just like learn the art of self-compassion and self-care every day because we have also an inner teenager that's still angry and rebellious about unfair uh, treatment about parental neglect and all of that i could go on and on that's another thing that i teach is inner child reparenting um, but there's also the voices of our inner judge or our, our critical parent that really just wants the best for us, but is really kind of um, doesn't know how to help us. So that's the overprotective part of us that always wants to make sure that we stay safe. And that's when we, you know, kind of uh, learn to become a perfectionist or a people pleaser. They say, you know, that's another disease. It's the disease to please, forgetting mm -hmm. about ourselves. So there is a way to work through this. Yeah. So it's good if your vibration feels like maybe a little heavy on some days, just, you know, tapping in and using, um, turning that wound into an opportunity for healing, for greater, deeper healing, going within, even if it means giving yourself a little mini Reiki chakra balancing treatment, even if you're not attuned and you're not a Reiki one, two or three, a master teacher, it doesn't matter. Everyone has healing hands. You could just connect with maybe uh, the moon or the sun or the planets. Maybe if you feel that you're a star seed, you could just connect with the vibration of your star family and just kind of place your hands over your heart to calm, regulate and reset your nervous system or over the back of your neck. 
uh, maybe one hand there, one hand over your heart, together. And that also tends to tone your vagal nervous system. So that means it helps us to get out of that fight, flight, freeze, and, and fawn. And it helps us to rest and digest. So there are so many ways that we could really treat ourselves with a lot more loving kindness. Sometimes we just need a guide to remind us. Yeah. Oh, and it's so valuable right now in the sense of like this week, I'm really encouraging people start taking action towards the things that you're really being called to do. And also note as you're taking action in that energy of momentum and growth with this moon phase that, you know, that inner critic, that inner parent critic, which is, I love that term because it's so very true and the reparenting, just how valuable that yes. work is that you do and noticing when that inner critic comes up and also that it's an opportunity to see where it's coming from and as we lead into the next phase coming into our full moon at the end of this first quarter phase it really is an opportunity to see okay what's coming up over this last week as i've been taking action and leading into what i really want to do what's coming up for resolution right where are those old wounds something i can now address in my full moon energy and it beautifully leads you into that. So thank you so much for just even the really impactful resources that you've mentioned offhand. And I, I know you go so much deeper and more impactful with them in your client work, but those were wonderful for our listeners to have as resources this week. And awesome. I yeah. have another tidbit if you'd like me to share, I'd love yeah. to share with your audience. So when you recognize the, the difficult feelings, the wounds, shocks to your nervous system maybe there was a, a death a loss a separation um, with your caregivers that raised you or you recognize that you're overreacting that you're easily triggered you're lashing out at other people who have nothing to do with with you <laughs> so strangers people on the phone that you know are just trying to help you maybe you've called a customer service agent and you notice that you're acting very angrily and not very kindly then it's your inner teenager or then you recognize that your inner critic is pushing you beyond exhaustion and you're up until midnight just trying to get your work right so you're your boss, even if you're your own boss, will think that you're amazing. So those three parts of your inner family, if you notice any of them taking over, it's called like a hack or a takeover. So you can just say, hey, you know, as your loving parent, um, I'm here to create peace in my inner family. I'm here to reduce the stress, the turmoil, the turbulence, and just have everyone get along together. So if you notice any of those critical voices, like you're not good enough, or who do you think you are, or you're an imposter, you're a fraud, or um, what makes you think that you can have it all, or any of those voices, uh, you could just say, it's okay. I appreciate your concern. You can take a break now. I'm here to reparent all of you, and you can relax. I know you want the best for your little one. You don't have to take on the work of adults and you don't have to um, do any of that. You could just play and rest and nap. And I've got this, I've got you. 
um, especially good to tell yourself that to speak to all of those parts of you that are scared, that are wounded, that are terrified, that are hypervigilant, that keep you up at night even, or that wake you up in the middle of the night with ruminating thoughts and anxiety, you can say, hey, you know what? It's not important now. My inner child needs to rest and recharge so she could do her best and be her best and feel her best. And she deserves a good night rest. So everything will work out okay. You're uh-huh. safe. You can go back to sleep now. And that always works for me. So, so there are good. so many ways that you could take over so that these voices don't take over you. Yeah. Oh, I love the the compassion in it too. The, like the acknowledgement because a lot of the times I know in speaking for myself too, in my early childhood, it, I didn't get the acknowledgement I felt that I needed. I didn't know that I needed it. It just was missing. Exactly. So beautiful way to bring all of that together and such a lovely resource. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So before we wrap up today, I would love to hear what you're working on because I know you have some amazing offerings for yes. those who are listening. If you're connecting into this today, share with us a little bit about what's coming up in your work. Well, this weekend, uh, every weekend, I facilitate a different transmission. These are group gatherings, they're live, but they're also offered on the replays. So if people live in different time zones, which many of my clients do, they have a chance, they have an opportunity to download it for free and to listen to the replay whenever they're guided to. So this weekend coming up, I have a galactic Uh, power animal chakra cleansing gathering. So let me just explain what that Mm -hmm. is. Um, The last four weeks we were clearing out any imprints or any heaviness, heavy energy in the four lower chakras. So we started on the root with the serpent. We call her mother serpent because we always attune people to their divine feminine, whether you're a man or a woman. So that was a route to feel safe on the planet. And then we had uh, the week after that was the, we called in the direction of the West. Um, we called in a sister Jaguar. We cleared and cleansed and purified the womb chakra. And then we went up into uh, the solar plexus and we called in my favorite royal magical hummingbird who's very a multi-dimensional ascension bird and um, the hummingbird was helping us to reclaim our powers and then we had the heart of the condor that was the heart chakra and then this week coming up uh, is going to be how to reawaken our soul voice by tapping into the grace the ease and the elegance of the swan so it's a swan star power animal but this is not an ordinary swan from this earth this is the a swan from cygnus i hope i'm pronouncing that planet right it's a constellation it's deneb cygnus and also the milky way and we also are going to be um connecting with the vibration of goddess sarasvati who is the goddess of speech, of uh, wisdom, of education, of music and art. So this is all about freeing up your voice, clearing out any 
wounds or imprints or tension in your voice, um, allowing you to feel empowered to speak freely, fearlessly, and to walk in beauty on the planet again. Really good for people who have suffered a lot of shy, from shyness, self-consciousness, and self-judgment. So whether you have a job that requires you to speak in public or not, or you have always wanted to sing or write poetry, or just get up and perform and share your gifts, because everyone has gifts. This call, this transmission is going to be very special. And so that's a two-hour transmission. It's going to be available in the replay, so it happens the 25th. But then on October 9th, I have a Monaiki Divine Feminine. Uh, it's called the 13th Womb Rite. And this is going to help you to heal your womb and the disempowered, wounded wombs of your female ancestors. Well, we're also going to have on October 9th a flower blessing. So you could set your intentions and blow your blessings into rose petals. And then I'll give you a ritual on what to do after that for the next 13 new moons. So I'm excited, really, really excited about that. I've received that uh, transmission myself recently, a few weeks ago. And it just felt like I was finally able to feel safe being vulnerable. Hmm. And also heal, you know, all of the wounded unborn children that were still requiring healing, still vibrationally held in my womb. Mm. And this is also important to heal the, our, our mother's womb, to heal our relationship with our birth mother, because we receive a lot of information from our mothers while we're still in the womb, and that also affects our nervous system. So if you're if your mom has a lot of fear, stress, anxiety from her childhood, we tend to take on, take that on too. Yeah. And so these traumas get passed on through the womb. So this is a very, very relevant and important initiation for women as well as men, because mm. all men are born from women's wombs. Right. Absolutely. So as a way of honoring the goddess, and also healing the relationship with your own mother. I invite all the men here too to hold the space for the women that will be in our room. Again, this will be a live transmission on Zoom, but it's also going to be offered on the replay. But I encourage you in with these initiations to try to join live. Yeah. Um, and that will be at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on October 9th. Okay, wonderful. On that Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to meeting all of you who are feeling called to participate. Absolutely. Oh, this sounds like such an amazing experience. And I thank you for opening it up to have our, our listeners join you as well. And where is the best place to connect with you for all of these beautiful experiences you offer? So the best place is on my website. Um, so that's Vandana, V like victory, A, N like Nancy, D like David, A, N, A, Vandana, lighthealing.com for live classes, events, and programs, because there's also a whole bunch of self-empowering 
practitioner courses like Akashic readings, how to read the energy, the soul energy of anyone or anything. We have mediumship, psychic development courses and programs, chakra balancing. Uh, it's, it's pretty all-inclusive. So if you're really ready to make that shift and um, use the new moon to set your intention, but also to manifest new beginnings, then I definitely would love to play with you and, and meet you and, and see how I can serve and support you. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. And I will be sure to have all of your links for people to easy connect in and uh, awesome. click into your beautiful website here, check out everything that there is to offer. And uh, October 9th, you know, put it in your schedule right now, a, a highly important yes. uh, right initiation now. to experience. Thank you for being here again. What a, a lovely Thank experience you. and conversation. Thank you so much, Katie. It was really an honor and a pleasure to sit with you today. I appreciate that. And to all of our listeners, go ahead, take some action this week. Note what's coming up for resolution. Life is happening for you and use energetics to know how to move through it and tap into those resources. We've got a lot of them here for you today and join us next week. I'm just beaming with light over here, thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, www.coachkady.com. And remember, Katie is spelled K A D Y. While you're there, check out all of the ways to create magic in your own life, including Moon Logic, Magic School, spiritual coaching, and options to visit the Enchanted Forest. Remember to sign up for your free monthly Moon Magic Calendar to know when the moon is shifting and how to harness that energy to grow your business. And connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Romaniolo or MoonLogic.Official. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week, I love you to the moon and back.